<laughs> Welcome to 10. I'm Shauna Dorsey, the executive director of the Nebraska Tech Collaborative, here with my co-host. I am Brian Poppy. I work at Mutual of Omaha. This is 10, a 10-minute podcast, Tech Entrepreneurs Nebraska. And we are joined today by Charlie Cuddy. Charlie, how are you? Awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. we're super happy that you're here. So uh, we were just chatting, like, as you came in. That it was surprising that we haven't run into each other because <laughs> you've been in Omaha for a while. I've been in Omaha for a while. And while I'm not, like, deeply embedded in the, like, startup venture capital scene, I, I feel like I'm around enough that I, I w- we would have crossed paths at some point. So I can't believe it. I yeah. also can't believe it. Tell us tell us about that. Like, I gave you a little bit of a lead-in as to what you do, but tell, tell us what you do. Yeah, so one of the general partners at Move Venture Capital, uh, early stage um, investment firm here in Nebraska, just launched January 1st, uh, had our first close a couple days after, and uh, started investing right away. <laughs> you launched on January 1, and then like a couple days later, you're like, here's, we got enough. here's, some, yeah, here's yeah. some money, let's go invest. That's great. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we uh, really excited. We've been out talking to founders all over the state, um, learning about cool stuff that's being built here in Omaha and Lincoln, Aurora, Norfolk, kind of all over the place. Um, and yeah, we've made our first three investments already uh, and have a eight more teed up here. So that's I'm excited. Very exciting. Can we back it up a little bit? So Charlie, you have not always been in the VC world or not, or the investment world. Let me just say that. Yeah. Tell us about how you got here. <laughs> I remember when you were a math teacher. Yeah, the, the past, what is that, maybe... Six years have been a bit wild. Went mm-hmm. from quadratic formula teaching high school mathematics to uh, getting a master's in curriculum development to build out our school's uh, first computer programming uh, course. That's where I really got plugged into the tech community. Um, started working part-time at a local startup. They got acquired, and that team asked if I'd want to shift over and be a cloud engineer with uh, them full-time. That's where I met my current partners in Move, uh, Manny Cavedo and John Grange. So jumped from the classroom into the cloud security space, spent some time there, and then um, responded to a tweet from Jason Kalkanis uh, out in Silicon Valley that asked, hey, has anybody got a background in curriculum development and a passion for startups that wants to come build something sweet uh, to turn Silicon Valley early stage on its head? said, yeah, raised my hand and hired me and <laughs> spent the last couple of years building a, a pretty fun program called Founder University out, out with Jason. So worked directly with him. We built a 12-week program. I had about 850 startups directly uh, underneath me in that program. Invested in I'm like 30 or so, I think 30, 35 while I was out there. I'd have to get the, the Rolodex out and look. But <laughs> it was somewhere in that ballpark. And um, that program's still awesome today. And uh, so I like, uh, kept the conversations going with, with people here uh, in Nebraska and thought, hey, there's enough people that are starting to float out to this program. Uh, we've talked to enough founders that have had trouble raising early stage capital. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we have some conversations and just see if we can't bring the solution closer to home? Dang, what a ride. It's been yeah. wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the great things about Charlie too, very humble as like many of the people we interview, I would say all of them, but you know, all super humble. Yeah. So Charlie is extremely fun to work with. Um, I had the pleasure of working with you while I was with interface school, uh, just like for a summer but um, just super collaborative and one of the best people around. So thanks for all you're doing. Yeah, it's incredible how you just name dropped like one of the top 10 VCs in the world. <laughs> and it was like, nah, responded to a tweet. He hired me. We worked together for a few years. It was awesome. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what in the world? <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And right at the, around the same time that he came on, um, Molly Wood came on. She just launched her own kind of in the climate tech space, um, 
so just met a lot of great people working there and had a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, the best part of teaching was the summers, um, you know, as all teachers would say, but no, I, uh, I'd always make sure to find stuff in the summer. So worked with Sean at interface for a summer, did like an internship at PayPal for a summer. Um, just a lot of fun stuff to kind of learn about the ecosystem. Good Boy, for you. Yeah. No kidding. That, um, like what a, what a wild ride. I think I mentioned that already. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, so if there's anything I should know about VCs is that they typically have an investment thesis. So tell, tell us about your investment thesis. Yeah. Our, you know, we're really industry agnostic. Um, our, our main focus, if we had, I mean, to, to narrow it down is more around geography. We really wanted to make an impression and focus on Nebraska based founders, people in the Midwest, um, communities that typically get overlooked, um, that, that try to start something and just don't maybe have the resources to get to the next, um, kind of that next tier. Uh, we do a great job in the state of investing at the seed stage. Um, once companies have revenue, um, we, we provide a ton of support. Um, but just looking back at the numbers, uh, Invest Nebraska put out a great report of the last b- uh, billion dollars invested in the Nebraska startups. And, it, and you kind of follow backwards. It was like there's around 20 investments into Series B and later, you know, the stage before, there were around 50 or so at the Series A. And you're like, okay, this makes sense. You know, we're starting to narrow it down as yep. companies grow. You get from the seed at 50 to about 150 at the seed stage. And you're like, okay. And then you go and look at the pre-seed stage and we did less than 50. Oh, it's just wow. like my, my analogy I always use to just kind of joke around is like, it's great. We're celebrating like your kid's third birthday, but like they also had to have existed for the first and the second, yeah. whether we did anything or not. So right. that, that was the kind of the opportunity that we really saw of coming in. So and pre-seed is really where you're at. Like we're you're really in, in the pre-seed. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, early, you know, one or two customers is awesome pre-revenue, we'll definitely have a conversation. Part of, you know, it's, it's a risk. VC is obviously very risky yeah. investment strategy, but part of de-risking it is the, the team that we have, we're really, really excited about. Um, you know, just my experience working with Jason, I think around 3,000 uh, founders total through applications and interviews and, you know, reviewing decks and things like that uh, gave a, a great perspective and then working directly with the, the 850 and then both my other partners are serial entrepreneurs. Um, John's been on or will be on. And um, so just a lot of different experiences that we can kind of de-risk in different ways. Right. Yep. I really appreciate that pre-seed focus as well, just because I'm thinking of like, you know, you build out the funnel, right? It Spot just on. makes perfect sense. And you know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a lot of what we, we kind of call ourselves a internally a friends and family for people that don't have right. a, a rich uncle that can spot him a hundred K to go try something and fail. Love it. Um, we really want to see more failures too. Um, you know, part of de-risking uh, investments and maybe being a little more risk adverse as a state is being okay with people get being successful on their third time and not dragging something out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to your point, there is not a lot of like folks that are looking to fund those pre-seed companies. So if I'm a, me and two of my friends are interested in, like creating a startup, we we think we've got an idea, or maybe we've got a, I don't know, some sort of MVP out there. Maybe no customers yet, but we've got something. How, how might they get in touch with you? Yeah, I mean we're active on social media. We're email away everywhere. Uh, what where I'll find you where you are. Um, yeah. And that was one part working with Jason that was it's like I don't care where they're messaging you from. Like it's your responsibility to respond. And so that was kind of um, one of the biggest things I took away from working there is just like the best deals are not the ones that like you sit there and they nicely come and you know pat you on the back and say, please let me work with you. It's got to go do a little 
little digging and and being available everywhere. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. Like, what types of things? I don't know, sway you towards investing in a company or like using the Charlie Mungerism. What if we flip that problem on its head? How do I avoid not getting funding? Yeah. It, you know, a lot of it's at that stage, you're betting on kind of the team, you know, what do they have an expertise in the area that they're trying to solve? What, you know, what has their previous experience has been that's led them to this point? Um, if they have the ability to build it themselves is always really interesting because when funding dries up, if, if you're outsourcing your build somewhere, the, the product tends to stall out. Right. And there's so many solutions now from a no code to, I mean, even some of the chat GTP that yep. will allow you to, to get to first base. Mm-hmm. Um, so those types of things from a founder perspective are always fascinating. Um, understanding kind of the scalability um, from less from like a industry specific and more around like, how can this thing actually make money and making sure founders have thought through the part of how this thing grows. Um, are, are really big. I would, I would say the, the, to the flip point of that, of, of how not is like, everyone has ideas. And so it's like, have some kind of action. You know, we, yeah. we, we maybe would potentially in the perfect situation invest in kind of an idea. I mean, I would never, our big thing is like, we never start a meeting by saying no. We always take every meeting that anyone has and go from there. Um, but, but taking an action versus, talking about it is is something that we see in the startup space. And I don't know, frankly, kind of (laughs) as a state in general, it would be great. (laughs) All right. Well, we are officially out of our 10 minute time. Charlie, thanks for joining us. That was awesome. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks y'all for listening.